Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 102 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Opinions. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, guess what time it is? It is time to podcast, but not just any podcast. Episode 27 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, we're dumb, and we're full of... How are you, Kyle? We're full good. of opinions. Is, uh, we're full of tons of fucking opinions, been, ladies and gentlemen. It has been lately. I am like, house sitting for all of the opinions. So I forgot today. That well, a, first of all, we had a. a well, oh god, my <laughs> name's Adam. That's Adam Hansen, so, and I'm Matthew <laughs> Lynn. Hey guys. Hello guys. Here we go. Now we can start, Adam. Now we can start. So we had a fun couple days with the hypotheticals. Those were great. The hypotheticals were a lot of fun. So be prepared for. More hypothetical episodes in the future. So Not this one, though. Here we Not are. this one. We're going to lay it to rest cool, today. Today, no we are going to talk about censorship. And, uh, oh, mm-hmm. that's a little more yeah. on the seriouser side. But a little bit. Seriouser is a word. Look at it. <laughs> it's it's been in the news, definitely. Yes. Has it? Uh, yeah, especially Twitter. Uh, Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, has been making a lot of appearances. I believe so, Jack Dorsey. I'm surprised. I don't really know the CEO of Twitter. So I know Kyle all the other ones. <laughs> I know his first name's Jack for podcast, sure. I'm pretty sure last name's Dorsey, though. Sounds good. But uh, he's been making a lot of rounds on different news channels and giving different interviews due to he's he's kind of the hot topic as far as censorship goes right now. Oh, is he? Well, Twitter's pretty uh, notorious for banning people for life or suspending their accounts. Or I have heard such things. If you don't line up with Twitter's point of view, mm-hmm. you're not going to be on there super long. Remember that happened to us when we first signed up for Twitter? And we didn't um, even know what we did? It didn't happen to us once, Adam. We literally, the first three times <laughs> that the Hardly Millennials engaged with Twitter at all, we were suspended. Yep. We immediately, immediate suspension, all three of our first interactions with it. And we didn't even post anything. We didn't even know what we were doing, guys. The, fir- the first time it happened, I literally created an account. That was it. It. And I they were like, you're suspended. Yeah, they were like, sorry, but we need to review your profile. I was like, what the fuck? It was weird. And then the second time was because I was trying to put our like... The, like died the year that like we were founded, right? right? Because when they asked right. for your age, yes. right? We they, put our birthday as 2019. Yeah. And they did not like that. Like, In my I, defense, I though, why the fuck like, would you make 2019 even a choice? I was, I was if you're just going to ban someone immediately that's or suspend them immediately. <sighs> it was just, it's a trick. It was so dumb. Um, so yeah, we've we've been suspended from Twitter a few times. We're scandalous. <laughs> yeah, we're scandalous. And, like, <laughs> we can't even figure out Twitter. That's probably why they're banning us. <laughs> so, but we're on there now. Go so check us out. Here we are. Um, apparently, it's not super hard to have your account suspended for a period of time on Twitter. No. Well, the argument that they were making is that well, that a lot of people are making is Jack Dorsey has also been very open. Mm-hmm. To the fact and that he is a Democrat, that it, it uh, and that he and aligns like, no, 
fucking he, way, he runs his man. company with even more liberal views and values, which oh, is so like, for example, Chester, one of the things gone, that you can get uh, suspended or banned for on Twitter is using is like if somebody's a man who transitioned from a man to a woman and you constantly keep calling him a man, you keep calling him a he or you dead name them, which means using the name they were before they transitioned. They've literally banned people off of Twitter for doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Interesting. So that's where some of the gray area comes in. Twitter's used by a lot of people. Twitter's used by so all over the world it's the number one social media platform in the world so let's address for a moment because me and you know know the answer to this but some viewers may not uh, Um, so and all why sudden, do we not see those Thomas issues happening with Thomas like was, Facebook wasn't crying mm-hmm. or or, or like, other like, like, um, social media who died platforms, today. whatever they and may be? Like, what you know, What's I, the difference I, I between Facebook and Twitter? Well, and that's yeah. just no, it. So for those who don't know, things like, like Facebook Chester. and YouTube I, are all publicly public companies. They're traded on the stock market. Whereas Twitter is still a private company. Privately owned. Okay. So, technically, by the law and everything, because they're a privately owned business, they're allowed to conduct their business in any way, shape, or form that they want to, right? Right. It would just be like, a guy has a website, and there's just millions of people who happen to use this guy's website. Exactly. But where the gray areas come in, and why people are kind of in an uproar based off of how he's censoring people, is because of... And well, it's the number one uh, use social media platform in the world. The so you're not just talking about people like, like you or I or Joe Rogan or whatever actor or actress or musical right. artist and is using it. You're also having major like, politicians and senators using and it. And not just U.S. Just politicians. And other presidents of other countries and rulers of other countries use it also. So Elon Musk uses it a lot. Not to his advantage. <laughs> nope. <laughs> He's terrible at using it. But there's been a lot of controversy because there have been there have been instances where people will go out where there's like professional trolls now. They call it troll farming. And what, troll farming. So what that means by professional trolls is there's literally people who are hired by these countries' governments to go onto Twitter, make whatever, however many accounts they need to. And stir the pot on political issues, try to give out false information about some things, or smear campaigns on their opponent. (laughs) Really? So, so what's happening is it's actually starting to sway elections based off of people going on Twitter and seeing that. Isn't that part of the scandal of the last election? The 2018 election? 2016. Yeah, 2016 Part of the issue was that, but it was with Facebook on that one. That that Facebook may have taken some money from another government um, for some ads that were put up. Well, I don't think it was necessarily that Facebook 
oh, took yeah. money. Yeah, like, like it wasn't like an interaction of here's this money, help us win this election or whatnot. But it was just because these social media platforms exist in the first place, there's no repercussion, or there's no uh, guidelines put in place, or there's not enough moderators for these websites to be like, oh, you're a troll, or these are a bunch of fake accounts, or this is happening, this is happening. And specifically with Twitter, not just only are these political figures around the world using it, but then there's like major groups using it, like ISIS was using it for a little bit. Do you remember remember hearing about that a couple years ago? I'm I'm sure it was a thing. Yeah. So ISIS was using it to incite violence on other people. But if you have if you have a, a social really platform that's open to, to anyone and everyone, right? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of church groups who use Twitter, who do wonderful yes, things. Exactly. I'm sure that the Red so Cross uses Twitter right. and You're raises right. tons of money yeah. for yeah, to help out with but disasters. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of really really good stuff happening on Twitter too. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, is it even possible to keep the good and the bad separated? You're going to get both, right? Well, and you're correct on that. So and I. And my answer to that question is no, I don't think you can keep them separated. I think when it comes to a point of censorship on these social media platforms, it's you either censor everyone or you censor no one. You know? Right. And I think, I don't know, it's tough because in the case of Twitter, if it is privately owned, okay, if it, and I may not understand privately owned to a T, okay, but in my interpretation, that would mean there's literally like Joe Twitter. All right, there's a guy, and he owns Twitter. He created it, and he got his friends into it, whatever, they got their friends. And now the whole world's super into Joe Twitter's fucking website, right? So, in my opinion, if that's the case and he privately owns it, that means he funds all of it to get it started. So he paid for everything in the beginning. Maybe he got funders, whatever. But he assumes all the responsibility and the risk for that website. So if he's doing great, and has tons right. of users but and is making and lots of money on again, ad revenue so, and rock and roll like he is right now. Right. And he decides that it's in his best oh, yeah, interest good, for his good, website yeah, to keep being successful like, oh, well, to delete these accounts. Right? To delete these conservative accounts accounts that have to do against his views. That's his responsibility. So if people don't like that, they're going to stop using his website. They're going to go to a different website where it doesn't I got, ban like, people for doing that. Dude, and I so, I, whereas if, now, I still get a if ISIS yeah, is no, on yeah, that I, website I, I and is you know, and I was just like, issuing propaganda on Twitter, yeah, that also falls on it is, Joe Twitter's shoulders. So I think that if it is privately owned and he takes all the responsibility for it, he should be allowed to put whatever content he wants or take off whatever content he wants. I'm sure it warns you in the beginning, right? When you sign up with Twitter, there must be some kind of warning saying we have complete rights over what's on Twitter. Yeah, well, and Jack... You have to agree to it. Yeah, well, and Jack Dorsey even said, too, that one of the things there... Because he's by no means going to stop you know, this this path he's on now to censoring Twitter. You know, I'm sure he wouldn't call it censoring, but, you know, taking these measures on Twitter. But what they did say they want to do is at least try to make sure the guidelines are more clear to everybody so everybody has a very clear and concise knowledge of the guidelines on twitter so they know what to post what not to post 
But and what's crazy though, and, is and like, going back to what you said about uh, being a private like company and, I, and it's his right to do and conduct it any way he wants, I do agree with you. But it truly is a great one because I look at it in the sense of there's a lot of people that get their news and stuff on Twitter now, right? Yeah, which is which is fine. Again, there are other sources that you can go to get news, but there's a lot of journalists and stuff that are not only getting their news and reading different articles and learning about the world through Twitter, but they're also communicating with other journalists and things like that about the issues, correct? So let's say you have this C Jack Dorsey, and let's say that his Joe Twitter, Joe Twitter, and let's say that his number one goal is to get rid of like all the conservative shit, right? Anything that he deems too conservative, he's going to get rid of. Well, so let's say there's a big issue that comes out. Let's say it's immigration, right? It's the border wall, and he deems through whatever guidelines he wants that all of these articles posted by Fox and Breitbart are all like, nope, those are too much. We can't have them on here. Well, now that all that anybody has access to now are all these. So not all of them are going to be opinion pieces, but a lot of these articles are going to be written by liberal news sources. So there's going to be an obvious bias now on Twitter of the kind of news that's being reported. I see where you're coming from. That there should be certain responsibilities put onto a platform once it has a certain amount of users. Just simply because of the effect on society. When you have 200 million users plus, you're affecting a great part of the population. And there should be responsibilities. But let me ask you this. In your opinion, okay, regardless of what the laws are, in your opinion, do you think that it's okay for a mom and pop coffee shop? Okay, so just like let's say the one down the street that used to be an artist. Is it okay for the owner of that coffee shop to say you cannot talk about? Oh, conservative yes. agenda San in this Diego, coffee shop. It's mine. It's privately owned. I really just don't like it. As a matter of fact, I hate politics altogether. You can't talk about politics at all in this coffee shop. Still have the right to free speech. You're still an American. But in this coffee shop, it's not allowed. Is that okay? Well, I I would I would say yes, based off of the laws of how privately owned businesses are allowed to run. But that's where that's where the gray area comes in. Because here, there's another step to my question. Okay, go for it. Okay, so yeah. the mom and pop shop, pretty easy to say it's okay. Now, what about if it was Starbucks? What if the entire company Starbucks said, we hate politics, it is not allowed. If you talk about politics in a Starbucks, anyone around the world, you're going to get kicked out. You can't talk about politics in Starbucks. Is that okay? Again, I'm going to say yes. So the reason why I feel differently when it comes to these social media Starbucks is a publicly traded company, by the way. Are they a publicly traded? Yes, they are. You can buy stock at Starbucks. Does that change your answer? at all presumably or allegedly yeah, actually it does. again i never so that's that's the difference this, for you but allegedly yeah. is if that but when it comes but also when it comes to uh sure. and well 
let me go back to the Starbucks like thing really quick because they're also a company that's franchised there, out, correct? The, so the people can buy a Starbucks. Uh, I don't, I don't know that that is actually yeah, correct. No, I don't believe that they are. Yeah, but there's yeah, many cases like that. Yeah. You could put and change the situation to McDonald's, right? And then in your case, yes, McDonald's can be franchised. So let's pretend that for the sake of argument. Because then in those cases, I would say again, this is all gray area once again. But I I would say that if it's franchise and the person who runs that particular one. Well, no, because they still have to run off the same as McDonald's. But McDonald's is a publicly traded entity. Well, let me... The the reason why I feel it should be treated differently on an online platform as opposed to actually being somewhere in person is because the way that I personally view social media platforms is... And we'll go back to like the McDonald's analogy really quick. Let's say that you're not allowed to talk about politics in the McDonald's all based the off of McDonald's policy. Like, oh, so but like, once you walk out of the like, McDonald's, you're in public people? space, Absolutely. right? So you can talk about whatever the fuck so you want, you right? Absolutely. So I feel that social media platforms should be treated like a public know. space. <laughs> if you know, so just like as you said, when you surpass a certain amount of people who are joining that platform. But the difference there is, okay, because now it's starting to blur all over the place. So... When you talk about public places, I assume you mean places like Madison Square Garden and, uh, you know, giant, like parks and roadways and places where the the public. So all of those things that you're talking about are run by the government. Right. All of those you things are paid for with taxpayer money. Was like there was mm-hmm. a polar bear and because of that, and armor. you have different Actually, responsibilities when you're interacting with those things. Familiar. So when you're walking down so the road, you must oh, conduct right. yourself and differently than if you're standing in your backyard. Right. Nobody, the taxpayers do not pay to maintain your backyard. So you can stand in your backyard butt naked and yell on the top of your lungs. But you cannot walk down the street butt naked. That's not okay. To treat all social media like a public area could be done, but what you would have to do then is have it run by taxpayer money and have it run by a department of the government, and then it could fall under the same rules as a public area. Right. Yeah, yeah, but as long yeah. as you have so private those, entities owning them, so Kyle them, just did this like weird shake of the head. You can't thing really. I mean, especially take. when it's a private yeah. company. <laughs> so I, that was odd. As long as you don't break any laws, there's labor laws and things you have to abide by. You have to pay insurance. You have stuff like that. But. When you're a publicly traded company, I mean, what if you own a million dollars of stock in Facebook, and then Facebook tries to tell you, you can't put this post up? Well, Logan was fantastic. Well, you literally own a percentage of the company, Facebook. Even if you own one stock in it, you own a percentage of the company. You're part owner. So it's no longer... I have never heard of any You're no longer a user. You're you're literally a yeah, part not of the company. Yeah, right. So how can they tell you that you can't do what you want on that company? You won't part the Hunger it. Games. So I think that's that's where it gets different. Like that's Harry why there's Potter different laws between private and public. Or there's right. some, you know, some kind of um, fandom. Well, I... So when I say that, I think... Because here's the thing. I do... So I do think that these social media platforms like Twitter should conduct themselves like a public space with the same 
same rules that the government puts on our own and then, public spaces. So all of a sudden, I, I, I think in an ideal world, that's the way to do it. I agree, honestly. Unfortunately, if you have a government that's running a social media platform, well, there's for sure going to be some kind of fucking false or propaganda bullshit that's being fed to the people that's untrue. That's, I feel like that's just going to be inevitable. So I feel like it's actually dangerous to have a government run social media platform yeah that's how they do it in china and russia yeah, exactly countries that here no, right, we see as think about it, we don't want to run our country that way right so now in the case of like twitter with jack dorsey so, you're right so because it's privately like, owned he can conduct himself in any way that he wants and the people that are grilling him about his censorship aren't actually arguing that point right but the point that everybody's arguing is you run the social media platform that the world uses, that political figures of the world use. I mean, fuck, Kim Jong-un has a fucking Twitter account that he uses, right? But yeah, So, I mean, it's this argument of even if this is not what you thought that Twitter would turn into, it is. Exactly. And now you're held to a different standard. You have a moral responsibility. Exactly. So, it's interesting because the government actually has a department that is completely in charge of censoring things. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called the FCC. Yep. So, so I don't know. The FCC's job is they watch all the media. And if there's something well, but like, that, that's my point, though. you know, on like, TV, like if someone cusses during daytime TV, like, they will bleep. The they're, they're the guys who put the bleeps in it. Yeah. You know. So all all television shows will not have to be run through the FCC before they can be aired. So why isn't? Well, online uh, also run by FCC. Why, at very least, why aren't websites with over, let's say, when you hit 10 million cool. users? That would be fun. Mm-hmm. At that point, Ooh, there's there's a number. Okay, I'm not a, a genius, right? But whatever the number is that we agree on, once you hit that many users, you then fall into different regulation standards. Oh, we did. Would that be the easiest way to do it? That's how I would think you should do it. Then you could still have Adam's private chat room where you and 15 friends get on and and are not regulated to say whatever you want. Yeah, because but entities with over 10 million users, now you're in a different category. Now you have to be censored. Yeah, well, and that's it's kind of like, same thing why, like downing, that's uh, also why I think when it comes to, like, censoring something on Facebook, really it's also it's very anything. different than, like, censoring yeah, something on Twitter, right? Because on Facebook, if you post something, who's seeing it? Well, it's whoever's in your friend list, right? So really, Facebook is just that. It's like you have your own personal page, your own house, you can conduct yourself in your house how you want to conduct yourself. But Twitter is very different because everything that you Post goes out to the world. Anybody can see it. They can go to your page to see all of your stuff, but you post it. Anybody can like click on you and be able to see what you have going on. I just think he's a shitty fucking Just that creates that gray area. But yeah, so yeah, you have it impaired. So I agree with you. I I think it should be a point to where when you get to a certain level of followers or viewers or people using your social media platform, it should be regulated.
they did it no, a different well, way. The reason why I think the FCC hasn't stepped in and done something like that now is just because the internet and especially social media is just still so new. I mean, that's why this that's why this is even a conversation, anyways, because nobody knows what the fuck to do with all this shit. You know, they have their moments. And I, you know, I think at the end of the day, honestly, if people, if it's widely known that Twitter is taking down pages that don't adhere to their beliefs. And people are still very willing to use the site. Yeah. And Twitter's not doing anything wrong. Yeah. They're not losing any users over it. They're yeah. doing fine. Nobody people are still very willing like to interact with the website. Right. So why should us. they change what no, they're doing, really? Yeah, and to be fair to Twitter and Jack Dorsey, they they have continuously... There was a specific interview I saw with him where it was just that. There was a gentleman who was just grilling him with questions and questions and questions. And basically all the questions came back to, but otherwise, like, well, if you, look at their, like, you banned this conservative uh, person for saying this stuff, yet these liberals George over Lucas here are saying all those same fucking things, line. and you're not getting just, rid of them, right? And the answer that Jack Dorsey now, always you know, just came I mean, back to was, you know, going we're, back to we're humans, we make human errors, it's not that we don't ban liberals, it's just, because they also mentioned, too, that there was a specific instance where there was a conservative figure that had a bunch of fake accounts for just trolling, you know, he wasn't some government right, agent or something, right. but just some guy. And they were able to yeah, link all of the accounts no, no, back no, to this one guy so they could get rid of all those accounts as well as ban the creator of those accounts. Well, the interviewer argued, well, here's this liberal guy over here that's doing the exact same thing, has even admitted to doing that exact same thing. Why haven't you banned him? And their excuse says, regardless if he is doing that or even if he admitted to it, the reason why we were able to do it to the cons- to this guy over here was because we could actually go into our system and link the fake accounts back to him where we weren't able to do it with this person or this person. The problem is, every single time this gentleman brought up an example of a conservative uh, person who was banned and then a liberal person doing the same thing and wasn't banned, it just kept going back to that same excuse. So it's like, so now it just sounds like this implication of Jack Dorsey <laughs> going, well, liberals just hide so, their shit better, no, that, that you know. Sense. Which, and, uh, who knows, that could be true, actually, but... I guess. But Jack Dorsey also said too. the second point. Jack Dorsey also stated, uh, too, he goes, know, if, you know, if people don't like this, it, there are other platforms for them to use. Yeah, man. I mean, if enough people are into it, then... It's fine if you don't if you don't like it, okay, don't use it. So that's a good one you know, to bring or better yet, make another one. Make one that doesn't yeah. do that. See if you could do better than Twitter. You watch so do you the, think there are the there's anything that is okay for the social media okay, platforms to yes, censor? Like what's okay yes. in Matthew's okay, well, eyes to censor? Oh yeah, well I don't really like the idea of censoring at all. Okay. Sure, sure. Yeah, what did you for me, that's it? it's a, such a slippery slope. I liked it. Well, once you start to the, censor uh, a little thing, it gets bigger, it gets big, and before you know it, everybody being inside, you're scared to say stuff. Like the whole um, film, like basically happening. Uh, happening so I guess, um, I, I like think there is a name for an it. open no, act of violence, yeah. like real violence, yeah. like yeah. a so I like fucking the fact execution that would probably be something you want to censor. But at that point, you're breaking laws anyway, so you shouldn't even be doing that act. Right. So I think if 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 an 
act is legal to do in the law, you should be able to record uh, yourself like, doing yes, that really act and put it online, including sex. You know, of course I mean, it's not illegal. So should you have to warn people that, hey, what you're about to watch has sex in it? Yeah, obviously oh, we already do that, uh, yeah. you know. That so I agree with ratings. I get that. I don't think that oh, oh, ratings are Eli a censorship. You're not. Well, I was gonna say you're not restricting anyone from watching it, but you are. Right. But you're not indefinitely restricting them. You just. It's like alcohol or cigarettes or driving. Or there's lots of things that we restrict until a certain age, and it's very widely accepted and okay. So do the same yes, thing with media yes, the, and entertainment. Yeah, 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 the main, the well, yeah, well, let me give you uh, a couple Twitter's of examples of what <laughs> some social media platforms are deeming okay to censor. So YouTube and Facebook are two big ones that are in the news right now, Tim, Facebook specifically Tim today. Tim okay, so yeah, YouTube right, is making it a point to go and find any anti 9-11 like 9-11 hoax videos as well as flat earth videos no i think you should be allowed to put both of those on i think so also yeah and facebook the one that was just announced today that they're looking into is they want to go to all the stuff that's about anti-vax so don't vaccinate your kids because of this that or the other thing and vaccines yeah they're trying to take those and take those down if I had watched vaccines the movie are hard. Version. I'm so I'm okay, actually surprised that there isn't a law on vaccination. That I um, to tell you the yeah, I'm surprised like that vaccines are not mandatory. Really? Because like, I just oh, felt the law. Like, but look, the fact is, they're not. Uh -huh. It is completely within the boundaries of the American law dialogue. to choose yes, to absolutely. not vaccinate yourself, and you actually have the right to choose to not vaccinate your child until they're 18. They are not capable of making their own legal choices room, under the government's eyes. Regardless of what you was, personally yeah, believe, that's the law of the land. Oh, that's what we've all agreed on. Yeah. Yeah. So until but they change the vote, my personal belief is that you are very foolish like, if you do not okay, get vaccinations. And I think... Yeah, and, and it's of course, it's fine for you to be I foolish, you whatever, do your thing. But it literally affects all of us, were, yeah. like, and that is why it, it it upsets me, and I think that's why it upsets a done. lot of people. It changed the dynamic. Okay, it changed, like, the but of the room. until they change exactly. the law, like the, the I would fight for your right like to not get vaccines yeah. because you do not have to do that under the law. You should be allowed to make videos promoting not getting vaccinated and put it online. Okay, so until the day that vaccines right. become so mandatory when the and stuff it's, it's, it's legal you have to do it then you can't make videos about mm -hmm. not getting vaccinated be anymore because now you are you glorifying the breaking the law you mm -hmm. can't do that no and i and i yeah, do no, agree with you right? one of the arguments yeah, yeah. i was going so, to use because because i'm like you you should get your fucking kid vaccinated you really should for all of us yeah exactly it's not gonna it's not gonna cause autism or any of that but uh, Three but and the argument that I make towards them doing Facebook censoring that too, and why I'm not okay with this because it's a slippery slope. Like because the, the thing is, okay, well, if we're not if we're gonna say no more anti-vax ads or no more anti-vax groups or whatever it is that they're gonna censor on Facebook. 
All right, well, the Scientologists don't believe in going to the doctors or getting treatment or getting their kids treatment when they have cancer or something. And there's been cases of kids dying because of those beliefs. So now you got to go find all the Scientologists and get rid of them and anybody who's spouting that kind of stuff. And then I'm sure there's other groups out there that do the same kind of stuff. Well, who is Facebook to be censoring anyone anyway? Who is that and what credentials do they? They one, have. Two, yes, what, it does still um, say okay. chapter one. They don't have six a, a, in the movie. Okay. So they don't the have an office of people also, or a department that is that has degrees okay. in oh, censorship. So they, they don't have professional like, censors. So oh, okay. who are they? Well, There's yeah, people like me parts, and you and, like, well, and plenty of very talented no, no, people so working at, at YouTube or Google or anything. But who are they to be censoring things? If anything, there's a department for that with professionals in it who already do that. Yeah. Let, let them do it. You certainly should not have the person, the entity that runs the platform should not be the one censoring that platform. Because there's going to be a lot of bias. It should be a third party. If you're going to censor it at all, I'm not saying that you should censor it. But if everyone takes a vote and we all unanimously agree, we want to censor the shit out of the internet. Okay, It's what we want to do. They should make a department to do that. And I think that's actually going to be the natural progression of things. So just how we have the FCC for because, television, because when I, was I think inevitably one, all of this stuff is going to reach a head, it's going to reach a breaking point, and then there's going to be like, a department that's created for the sole purpose to, to censor, or I should say properly censor, all of these social media platforms. Yes. Honestly, when you think about it, shouldn't the companies be happy to have that happen? Those companies pay millions and millions of dollars in tax every year. So wouldn't they want some of those taxes put towards a department that's specifically organized to to help them? Oh yeah, I mean I would think so especially with like what YouTube's going on right now with the like all the child crap that popped up. See now that should be censored because that's against the law. You cannot have sexual contact with a minor. That's that's illegal. So you cannot make videos that glorify that. Hell no. No and I agree with you. Should be taken like, down. I mean, yeah, right. I totally. Everyone agrees with that. Come right, on. right. But but that's yeah, my point, though. It's like so. But yeah, YouTube's response yeah, to that yeah. was, see, and we've talked like, about yes, this, was, hey, the YouTubers, you have to like mon- you know, monitor your movie. comments. Whereas, just as we said, if we were able to make another, you know, something like the FCC, so another government-run censorship agency that specifically deals with these social media platforms, I think that's really, you know, then you wouldn't have that issue. You know, per se of these YouTubers the getting like, blamed or having to have to do the work that, which that I, you already know but you think they should do the work but like just in general though they would have oh, this third this party this to make is. these choices for oh, them yeah, and like, hey, it's kind of like what, what we were talking about the public spaces uh-huh. just with the government today it's like oh don't you know you have to adhere to the rules of the government so it'd be the same kind of process just through the different platforms isn't it a little bit I'm kind of putting this together in my head now I'm just hmm. thinking this. Well, it's a little bit ironic a that Ooh, okay. a, an entity that is so yeah, liberal that is taking down all these conservative yeah, viewpoints and promoting so many liberal viewpoints so one thing wouldn't I want really cool a government entity, another department of the government created <laughs> to do more... <laughs> 
Is, doesn't don't liberals love big government? Don't they want oh, yeah. lots of government interaction and pay more taxes? You get more safety. You never, you yeah. So you'd think they'd be jumping at the gun to make a department to regulate them, right? Dude, they love that. There's so much hypocrisy yes, on that side. Exactly so, I, I mean, and by that doesn't make any sense, right? No, I don't. Oh, None of it makes sense, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> None of it. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't understand the the, the biggest issue I had, especially back in like uh, towards the election, when the social justice warrior movement with that was at its peak. It, it killed me listening to these people say, you know, I can sit, you know, I can yell and be obnoxious because of the First Amendment, but don't say this, 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 or this to me, you know, or you can't say that to any. Anybody else, Kyle. but I can yell that and be obnoxious because of the first amendment. It's like, do you, why do you not understand so the fucking hypocrisy in your own like, viewpoints? Oh, own that is right? very true. I didn't really think about that. And that's and that's I feel like why it's dangerous. And this is what a lot of the interviewers were arguing with Jack Dorsey also of why this is dangerous and why he has a moral obligation to run this company and do his if he's going to censor doing it differently because all you're doing. Is it, if you so, fucking hold your you fucking hold your hand over uh, somebody's mouth long enough and stop them from talking, eventually they're gonna fucking bite you, in the movie. and that's what's right. going to happen. Yeah, I, it's I, very, you know, I have seen other side. So what's your what's your viewpoint on I really liked cursing uh, in today's the world? One was okay. Do you think I mean, that it's it as big of a deal as it used to be? Do you think it should still be censored? Do you think there's an age limit to it anymore? I think if you still get upset. By people Again, cursing, you need to chill the young, fuck out. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you think it, sh it really shouldn't be a big deal anymore? Well, and honestly, I don't think it's a big deal anymore. And the reason why, I mean, in some cases, well, they believe it. Some people, <laughs> some people do, but there's more and more channels now where I see that they don't do that anymore. On TV? Uh, on TV. Yeah, there's more and more. They can say fuck on TV. Oh, they can't. I know South Park's notorious for being able to do that. Yeah, but that's like anime inspired. Oh, I mean, like daytime TV. You could argue it's an exception. But yeah, but I have heard maybe yeah, not fuck but I have heard shit. Yeah, you know, see, well shit used to be one that was bleeped a lot all the time. Asshole was another one that used to be bleeped. Remember it'd be ass beep. Because when I first saw, and now I've heard asshole more and more. So fuck is still one that you'll see. But I've even heard fuck through the So you think it's becoming less and less of an issue? I think it's becoming less and less of an issue. And I and I think the proof is in the pudding because what are the words that we're complaining about now? It's not you can't say fuck to somebody or you can't call somebody a bitch or an asshole you can't call and somebody retarded you can't if somebody's if you find somebody stupid you can't use the word gay to describe that person like we did you know back when we were younger right right so those are the words that people care about now they care about titles you have to make sure you're referring to the person as the correct title it's like the gender specific pronouns right do you think it's rude to cuss also probably a bad reason i think there's a certain yeah no i feel like it's rude to cuss to anyone TV older than you. Like so, if they're your age or younger, it's totally okay. Yeah, but I, I also like, think eh, that's I just really how we were raised, and like I think that'll like change. That really? Yeah, I do. Because, I mean, what ends up happening, too, the second, you know, like, at least for me, if I'm talking to somebody classic, older, like, you know, you're right, my, my first mode, my first instinct is so don't swear, you know, to or around this person. Yeah. But the second that fucking old fart drops an F-bomb, damn straight, I'm fucking, yeah, gates are open, I'm swearing 
roaring up a storm now. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's what, so but yeah, so swearing, I, I think, is... Mm-hmm. because after I don't think that's... Stu- the people that complained younger, about that stuff really still, I, I think, is silly. You know, in the end, they are they are words, you know? But what I do think you should teach... Like, kids growing up, for example, right? You shouldn't just tell your kids, like, swear they're just words. You should teach them that they're just words. But teach them that if you want people to take you more seriously, try to swear less. You know? Because you still can't go to a job interview and drop drop F bombs every other word and expect to get the no, job. No, but I'm going to relate it to tattoos for a second. In that, I think it's becoming a little more socially acceptable to cuss. In that, like, like you said, job interview. It used to be you couldn't go to a job interview having any tattoos showing just in our lifetime. And now you could be a lawyer or a car salesman or any, with gauges, tattoos, whatever. You can have entire sleeves. It, it looks. It almost and looks I more professional down. now. It looks like someone <laughs> yeah, who's more down to earth and you can relate to them better. True. Sure. Um, so might be the same thing. Mm. Yeah. French I mean, oh, at least turn so into good. it. Yeah, Dude, very possibly. Was, and if a I, car salesman said, hey, what the fuck's up, man? So How you doing? Yeah. Nice fucking day. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, bro, what's going on? You know? Yeah, that's true. And I could see a game to a point like that also. Honestly, I think the only because if it was all just our generation, so captivated by but I think <laughs> but I think because you know there's still this if you know, just like you said like if you're around older people usually you don't want to swear right because you just don't do it's rude. that it's rude exactly well they're gonna judge you is the thing like I really honestly don't think it's that rude to cuss like, I'm like you it's just where but I guess socially I'm ashamed to do it because I know the older people are gonna judge me because they think it's rude I remember I was just like Honestly, it kind of matters what people think of you. So you don't want people to think that you are... You don't have Fuck class Tarantino. or that you're worth less Jeez. because yeah, being you don't have class. Right. Yeah. Well, but when you're with your friends, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never think so twice about cussing like, around you. Like, no. no big deal. Of course and there's not. still two more well, hours and I, of this One thing movie? I think as far as like you could have made the way a whole that we movie speak is concerned, I think we should have. And the fucking climax could have been finding the Jews underneath the house. And I would have been fucking okay with that. It's like if you're if we're hanging out or something, Thing, and I see that you are just, like, you know, like, oh, fuck you, bitches. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. the intent isn't malicious. It's, you know, it's yeah, it's satirical, yeah, right? Whereas if I fucking walk into a room and go, you guys are fucking bitches. Well, now it's very different, right? It's a very different conversation taking place. But that, no matter how you say something, it would be censored the same way. Yes. And that I think is, is that an issue? Should you should it matter saying, yeah, how it's said when it comes to bleeping down, things? I think it okay, matters not so much with Tarantino. swear words. Uh-huh. I think it matters this with taboo words. About. So it matters with like retarded or gay or even the N word. I would argue. What do you Ooh. know? Because because it's all about intent. It's very different. You wouldn't even say the N word to right. talk about the N word. Right. Well, that's how intense that word is. Okay. Well, and let me explain why. Because this actually segues into a story here. Okay. So there, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a podcaster who had a Patreon, right? And he was on it. He was actually a guest on somebody else's podcast, and he dropped the N bomb. But he didn't drop the N bomb in a sense of 
of like you know tr- trying to like he wasn't trying don't to say it, don't say I'm not going to he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't trying to like mimic anybody who was black or doing all he was doing was reiterating a story on what somebody had said in this instance to make a point or like doesn't matter you fill in the blank with n word you have to say it like that exactly well what ended up happening was Patreon got wind of this and just said okay no more you're banned oh no that's terrible one episode one word no malicious intent he wasn't he wasn't talking about black people specifically he wasn't saying it as an insult he was reiterating a story but because he said that word they got rid of it see that's not fair that's op in my opinion that's where that's giving way too much power to a word and i'm admitting that power by refusing to say the word right okay but that's that's just not fair I what agree. the hell? We all need okay, to just take it back I a step. It's very, it's and very just, aware. It shouldn't be able to be that, that much more powerful than every shit, other word in existence. Right. Okay, like, there's nothing else that I wouldn't say, I don't think. I don't think there's any other single word that I truly have a fear of saying. I don't know. That's the only one that you're like, oh, you don't even accidentally say it. Every time you catch yourself. That's not fair. I agree. And that would be a case where in matter you know there should have been somebody who went you know <laughs> if funny. even if somebody reported because you know him was like hey I listened to this podcast and this guy said the n-word you should go Tokyo check it out there, there should have been somebody three, who went on to that podcast listened to it listened to the intent behind it listened to how it was used in conversation and made a decision off of that and i think and i would use the same argument not just with the n-word but with some of the other words that are taboo now that at one point weren't you know i would use the same argument with twitter being or suspending people for like, not using correct pronouns or correct <laughs> yeah, names was, you know, or arguing that a man is always uh, a man. You know, people who yeah, don't believe okay, in so the the, the trans good, stuff going on right now. Me. You know, the only other word actually <laughs> that I can think of that is really taboo to say out in public, but everyone it, says it behind closed doors. And I'm not afraid to say this one one time just for the sake of talking about the word. But would be faggot. Okay. Um, yeah. That one is really, really heavy and powerful out in public, mm-hmm. but holds like zero weight at all behind closed doors. Well, and the reason I why I think that word differs so much from differs more than I think we think it does from yeah, like the well, N word is because the N word is a, a word that. Uh, people, you know, sure, typically right. black people will saying, use as a, I don't want to say term of endearment, but it's like, like what's dude, up, right? Yeah, yeah we all like, know. Dude, everybody bro, knows right. that exactly. common knowledge. Yes. But I think nobody outside of like your, you, me, and Justin so <laughs> use the word for a tiny bit of background information on this, Justin loves that word. And Justin is gay. Justin is gay. And he gives us free reign to use the word whenever we want it. He holds zero hostility to in our household it's like bro or dude (laughs) so we are not very good at practicing (laughs) but even us I would never go to the mall and be like hey Justin what's up bleep I would never just yell that out that's because I would be so ashamed to offend someone well really not even it's not that I'm ashamed to offend someone I take it back 
I would be ashamed of being judged again, I socially you know, by yes. everyone else who hurt uh, me. That's the the embarrassing part is the judgment. Mm -hmm. So I actually had yeah. an instance where I said the word yeah, that word in public, <laughs> and I was it was actually it was actually referring to Justin. You know? Oh, I know this story. You know this That's story. a funny okay. one. But you pointed to someone else, or like the guy, they there was another the, person who looked very interesting yes, right behind me, Justin. Yes, yes. So let me explain. So as you guys know, I'm a barista. So I'm behind the counter at uh, this my particular coffee shop, and there's this there's this really nice guy that comes in every single day. He's always very kind to us. He's he's a younger guy, very nice guy, but he wears makeup. Okay, you know he wears makeup. So it's clear to see that he looks obviously different than a lot of the other people around him. And but he has a wife. He has a wife and all that. He just wears makeup. I've actually I've met him. He's a really cool guy. Yeah, very nice. So there was one day that I was behind the counter with my coworker, and this gentleman had we given him his coffee. So he went to the condiment bar that was a little down the way in the coffee shop. Yeah, whatever. And so and I see Justin walk by in the coffee shop, and I turned to my coworker and I went, "Look at this faggot." Oh no! And I didn't realize that the gentleman like, was standing yeah, within your vision. Was standing within my vision. Thankfully, he didn't hear me. Right. You know. But then it was also kind of a wake-up call to me because I said it to my coworker, and like, and he knew. And I you was, felt social judgment, though. I did. You, even though exactly. that coworker is a good friend of yours and knew you were joking, right? You still felt a little bit of ashamed because you were embarrassed. But you shouldn't feel that way for any work. You should not. You know? That's completely ridiculous. Yeah. I agree. But but you're right. That is that is definitely a, a, another <laughs> one that's that? very yeah. taboo uh, to say. It's, yes. But it's still yeah, nowhere near as powerful there. as that. It's, no, the N word is overpowered. I talk about it a lot. No. I really but yeah, it's it's no, really. Funny, I would feel though, better if every race yes, had a super overpowered word. Right. Like if there was one yes, that yes, no one dared say unless you were part of that race. Right. But black people are the only ones who get that. Fucking yeah, fantastic which films. you know, I feel like he's such it's a fine. I'm not saying it's wrong because black people got it. It right. would be wrong if any one, one race had a word so yeah, overpowered. Well, we should all get one. Well, and that's just it. And unfortunately, with that word, the history behind it isn't necessarily a good isn't even that old. The history behind it is what 300 years old. It's not even that ancient. Jeez There's much more. There's much more impactful history within the history of human. I agree with you, and I don't. So how did something so, so new within the last 250 years gets so much power. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, and well, I think it's the same word, it's the same way that the word faggot or fag did, right? It was used so much maliciously that it just became something you didn't say. You would think that it would be like the Jewish people who would get a word that's so unfathomable because they've been like getting hated on the longest of anyone in history. They were the first people to get hated on. I think they have still makes it a So... Mother, I can't I think of that, like but I think they do. Well, they have, have them, but it's nothing that's so terrible oh, no, 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 that you would nothing, say it. I would like say that. any of them. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's rude, so, but you don't get like, talking about with, like Tarantino socially crucified for saying it. Yeah. But the N word, yeah. oh, you get in a lot of trouble, dude. You get a lot of trouble. Well, and like, and like I said, it, it comes you see it comes back to intent. You know, if somebody is using the 
a racial slur towards you and they clearly have malicious intent towards you, well, then yeah, at at that point, it's just rude. It's not okay, you know? But like I said, it's very obvious, I think, when somebody's using malicious intent with any kind of slur. If everyone tomorrow, if all the white people tomorrow could possibly unanimously decide that we're just going to start saying it. And every one of us just made a point to say it 10 times tomorrow. It'd be uproar. No, no, I think it would completely take all the power out of it. I think all the power in the word. Not the and world. All the, the power in the word comes from the embarrassment. Comes from the stigma. If if all of us just unanimously could decide to say it ten times the, tomorrow, don't do this, folks. I am not promoting you doing this. <laughs> you will probably get beat up. Mm-hmm. But if we all could do that, um, I think and it would you, totally take the power out of the word. It's literally just a sound that our lips make. It, it holds Lawrence no actual just, real you know, value universe, of any kind. Right? You can't, you can't physically harm as, someone with your voice. Yeah, it doesn't work. And to be but fair, I, I think so, just as time goes on, the I like, do that think is there's there is power being taken out of the word, you know, to where it's not being quite such a. I don't know. I feel like like obviously it's to a point to where like we still won't say it, you know, because it is still considered a very you know malicious word to use. But I I think in time, even maybe in our generation, we'll we'll see that becoming less and less such a taboo word to say. I I honestly think we'll get to a point where people just aren't going to really use it and at all. I'm you know, somebody uh, malicious. I don't know. It's survived for hundreds of years. I think it's going to keep going. You think it'll keep going? I hope you're right. Like yeah. It's time. At least make up a new one. Really let's let's at least get uproared about a different set of syllables right. for a little while. But this one's like, I'm into I guess I almost three hundred years old. But yeah, so I mean, it's like I said, in my opinion, though, words are fucking words. It's one thing if somebody walks up to you and punches you in the face. It's another one if somebody walks up to you and calls you a bad name. Kind of the, you know the what I mean? In the Bible really it's, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Yes. I don't know. They say you can't infringe on other people's rights, right? So that's why you're not allowed to just say whatever you want. But then the double standard of that is you have the right to say whatever you want. So who is who is to say what what is right and wrong with what? Yeah, well, and that's the issue right now because especially with like gender specification, you know, Everybody wants to be referred to as the correct gender. They want to use the correct pronoun. Why? So first of all, where is it written that those people, okay, we're going to get some backlash for this one. Sorry, Adam. Uh, We're going to get a backlash for a lot of them. Where is it written that those people have the right to be called the gender that they want to be called? Why do I have the right as Matthew? Why do I have the American right to be called a man? If you call me a woman, if you say, hey, Matthew, hey, she, look at her over there. And you just did that all the time. Can I call 911? Okay. Can I like can I sue you? Shining, can, oh, I can't do yeah. shit because I don't have any yeah, kind got, of right, like any kind of legal obligation yeah, towards me that I pay that. for or work for like to I be called a man or a woman. Of, yeah. uh, it's literally a preference, like and fuck your preference if I don't want to adhere to it. You know, if I want to be called Michael instead of Matthew, and I really but love that name. I don't have any fucking right to be called Michael. Uh-huh. If you say, no, I want to call you Matthew, right. 
is there's nothing I can so do about the way that. The exactly. Directors, what I can do about that is I can stop talking to you. I was just gonna say I can remove myself from your area, but you're not hurting anyone. You're pissing. Exactly. You're pissing me off. You're annoying me. But shame on me for staying around you while you do that. Exactly. Well, and here's my thing with with the gender specification shit. So. Look, I, the, the this is just me personally. Right. You get boy no, or girl, it is period. A, it is a if, if you want to be referred to as a she, I will refer to you as a she. If you want to be referred to as a he, I'll refer to you as a he. Out of respect, I don't mind doing that yes. either most of the time. But the second you try telling me to call you fucking Zizeza, whatever those fucking pronouns I don't choose to take the time to deal with that. And there's no law saying I have to. And you don't have the right to tell me that I have to call you that. You don't have that right. I think I can't hurt you or attack you for doing it. Of course not. No, of course not. Well, and that's the that's the difference, and that's this big argument where, and I don't understand how we all became such such pansies about it. I mean, we we could argue that social media and the internet and technology did it, but it's just that it's you know the sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. And you you have this these groups out there that are calling for order, you know, of saying these people are committing hate crimes or saying that them calling them not by the correct gender pronoun is an act of violence against them. I think in Canada, could be wrong about this, but I I think in Canada it's actually a law now to where you have to refer to people how they want to be referred to otherwise you can actually be fine. Like they can press charges against you. Like that's the way the world's going right now. This is why this shit's so important because it's all a slippery slope. Of the, the second you say Those one thing's not okay, well, okay, well, now you're giving everybody free reign to define what's okay and what's not okay. Fountain, I think that you have you have the right the lines of like to call Ari yourself Astor a man or a woman, his his but you do not have the right to force me to call you a man or a woman. I have the right to call you what I want to call you, but I do not have the right to hurt you for what you're doing. I don't have the right to kidnap you. I don't have the right to punch you or burn you or cut you. I can't. I don't even have the right to go around and slander your name. Right. I can't go to all your coworkers and say you should hate that person because they do this. That's called slander. That's against the law. But I can choose. So to quietly by myself judge you for what you're doing. Right. And I can and choose to not doesn't respect your decisions. <laughs> that bothers that right. the hell out of me. I, I'm an asshole for doing it, and I don't actually do that. I'm playing like the devil's advocate. I have no problem calling a man a woman out of respect if that's what they want. I yeah, just just, just remember, everybody, let's put another disclaimer here. Remember, we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Okay, guys? And a lot of this is the devil's advocate. Okay, but I mean, it's it's more interesting when it's extreme, right? So we try to play both sides of the field, the far sides of it. I think it's important. I think that's why podcasts these days are so important because you need this kind of long-form discussion and you need these kind of ideas and thoughts that some people might be scared to talk about. You need those things to be said. You need people, you you need to inspire critical thinking. Nobody's doing any more critical thinking. So you you have to have those out there that are, you know, at least trying to inspire it in other people. Do you think that's a big problem nowadays 
is that everyone is very, very interested in teaching other people lessons. So to me, I see this phenomenon of nobody wants to learn things anymore, but everyone is highly, highly interested in teaching everyone else something. And if if that thing you teach them can be a punishment or a lesson, that's like bonus points for them. And when I say them, I simply just mean particularly younger people, uh, people under the age of 30 who live in the world today. Um, They just seem very fascinated in punishing other people if you don't have the same beliefs that they do. Well, it's it's actually ironic. So you you would began that thought saying that people aren't learning it. You have but to like I don't correct. Think, right. And I think that issue is actually caused I mean, by I think everybody thinks they know everything now because of the internet. So what happens is somebody you know time. wants to say, oh, how does how does weed, how does marijuana affect the brain? No, and they'll read an article about it, and now boom, they're an expert on it. But just because you read an article and you can, even if you can retain the information in the article, it doesn't mean that you can put it together and comprehend it. It doesn't mean that you can then, just because I read an article about chemistry doesn't mean I can go and teach someone about chemistry. It doesn't make me a professional in it. So I see what you're saying. People have instant access to facts and to statistics and numbers. I can know the answer to any question that I have at any moment, but it doesn't mean I understand those things. Right, well, but that's exactly why I said it's ironic, is because what happens is people do, you know, when they have questions, they do look it up and they go, oh, well, I know that now. So now now what happens, the second that they're with mixed company and somebody says something and they remember that article they read and it said something else, they're really quick to jump on the gun. Yeah. And I, th- I so think we actually exactly. spoke about this so during an earlier podcast. Every, remember what I said? Where I go, nobody go nobody listens to anybody anymore because when somebody's talking, like the other person now is automatically thinking of a response. Nobody's actually just sitting there and listening to what the person says. They hear one bullet point of whatever they're saying and now they're formulating a response in their head and the second you stop talking, that's when they go in. And what do we have? now we have these arguments where it basically ends up with maybe facts at first and then just becomes yelling of like you're wrong no you're wrong yeah we see videos of it all the time where we're like man Adults really like, act know, like kids. Oh, adults really are. We talk about that all the time, man. They're just grown-up kids. I don't know. I have I have an issue with censorship altogether. I just I think that as little of it should be done as possible. I think so too. Um, especially when it comes to like these social media platforms and things. But uh, but they're just all gray areas too. I mean, are, are the, is there anything that uh, but see, you the, feel is the way I censored in the, just well to finish up here, is, like censored well, in the know, real world? Or is there anything that, that is really not censored that you feel should be censored? Are hilarious that are just or is there anything at all that you think I, should be censored? Comedic. I think those shows are... So I think that if it happens in nature, you shouldn't censor it on TV. So if you can drive down the highway and you have the chance of seeing a terrible car accident with a person cut in half on the side of the road, 
You don't see it every day. You don't see it very often. Some people go their whole lives without seeing that. But it is a possibility to see that scenario while you're driving down the public road. It's possible for children to see that scenario. It's part of life. People die. Sucks, but it happens. Sex. It's very commonly not done in front of children, right? But there is the possibility that you can walk in on your parents having sex. You can. Did How I Met Your Mother have a laugh track? So. How if it's possible to see it Friends in nature, track, and it's not fucking people up, they should have it on TV, too. They should have it on... How do you, how do you feel about those I don't, shows? Like I don't know. Should they glorify it? Like, Maybe not without having a rating. Like Big Bang but Theory and two and a half no, I, I, I think that there should be as little censorship altogether as possible. I think that it's a slippery slope, and it's a dangerous slope. I think it's definitely not comedy. And it ends up, in the end... Attack those shows. In my opinion, with like, the I've government and up having the power, yeah. and I, I'm not a huge uh, you know, fan of the, the government being any more powerful than like, it needs to be to do its job. I agree. I, I respect it. You know, I understand it, but I'm not the like hugest the office, fan right. in the world. And, and I am young and dumb and full of opinions. As as we are, we both. And I would and I would just leave it with leave this for everybody of just you know say what you want. Right. Then but friends, whatever. Just, just don't be a dick. Okay. Don't be a dick. I mean, be just kind. be cool, man. Be just kind be nice to, to people, other. and it's not an um, issue. I think yes. Gonna <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, guys. Well, like, there, thank there you so much for listening on today's podcast about censorship. Yeah, this was a fun one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, let us know yeah. if your views are different. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, let us know if you have some issues with any words that we said today. Kyle, if you think we nailed this one, bro. Yes, let us know in the comments. Even if your name's not Kyle, but otherwise we just want all the Kyles. Anyway, so thank you so much for listening, guys. Remember, we do have all the social media platforms. Um, just as a little tidbit for you guys, we are currently working, uh, Matthew mentioned yesterday, at getting our podcast up on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, we will also have an update video coming out for you guys here within the next couple of weeks. We are uh, coming up on our month. Coming up on the month. Coming up on the month. It's exciting, man. Very exciting. So thank you guys so much for the support. We have two days left with our GoFundMe, www.gofundme.com forward slash Hardly Millennial. Any donations are appreciated. Thank you to Kyle and Katie who have already donated money. We greatly appreciate and love you both. And Matthew, any final thoughts? You guys are fucking awesome. Censor that. All right, guys. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, I know. She doesn't find- <laughs>